Hi, welcome to Soulnet Radio. This episode is the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, Doors. In the last episode, the group made their preparations, left the city, and went to explore the siege camp. While they were there, Karahad noticed that he was getting a lot more information from the surrounding area than the others were, specifically from military things. They found a single tunnel from which all the other tunnels seemed to have been dug from, and Rue found a slip of wood. That wood had a carving on it in a language no one could recognise, however, Gimbal looked at it and was somehow able to translate it and saw that it was the word blood. They decided to follow the really obvious tracks running east, going after the departing army, and they found a village. They started to explore the village and heard a roar. And that's where we'll start this episode. I'll just say as well, the fire station was pretty busy the night we recorded, so there are a few bits and pieces of noise, people's voices, things like that, which I've tried to cut down as much as I can, but they're still there, so I'm sorry about that. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com. Or go to Twitter, it's at swordnutradio. And if you do get in touch with us, leave us a random fact, because we love them. On with the introductions. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Gimbal Galloglass, super short singer. Right, Tom. I'm Tom, and I play Karahan, dwarf fighter. Hi, I'm Mike. I play the half-read rogue, Blink. Oh, wait. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Hi, I'm Biddy, I play Rue, and I'm a useless, useless human. <laughs> I'm Paul, I'm the D, I'm going to kill everyone tonight. Everyone in the world, so prepare. Say good tea, goodbye. So, a couple of uh, housekeeping things before we start is that um, on one of the episodes last, uh, I think it was the last time we played, but it was probably a couple of episodes ago now, um, we said that... Uh, Karahad's AC was going to be 15. It's 15 if he doesn't use a shield. If he does use a shield, it's 17. So he does have the option of uh, putting it on and off. But he is a sword and shield fighter, so that shouldn't come up too often, hopefully. The currency of the world, uh, I'd originally planned that the currency of the world would be much more realistic in terms of scarcity of material. So a gold coin, for example, is not something you'll ever, ever, ever see. Uh, an actual gold coin in this place would actually be Electrum, which would be a mix of silver and gold. Just as it was in, in in the real world, in Roman gold coins weren't ever solid gold, things like that. Um, otherwise, it would be like foil thickness. So it's silver. So all of the currency has been demoted one step. So all the gold has become silver, all the silver has become copper. So if you're looking things up in the DM's guide or in the player guide, in the equipment table, something like that. Down. Yeah, if it says gold, it's silver. If it says silver, it's gold. No, sorry, it's, it's copper. Um, and if it says copper, well, you know, it's base coins, essentially, like maybe sort of a, a pewter coin type stuff. Is there like a, a currency, like there's like 20 silver to every gold or 100 gold? Yeah, the, the exchange values still count. Okay. So how many silver pieces to a gold piece? It's tens. So it's, it's uh, 10 copper is a silver, 10 silver is a gold. Oh, right, okay. All right. Um, when you're envisioning these things, not thinking like the, the big kind of doorstopper coins that you get in like, um, like fantasy reproductions or um, you see um, things with a big lip on them, uh, these are uh, things that you could cut through with a pair of scissors. They are they are very 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 thin. It's it's just a, a very thin sliver of metal that you beat with a, a hammer, thins it out even more, and okay. puts the, the thing on it. Um, anything that's thick is more likely to be what's called a token, which is um, maybe some cities would have. A special source of currency, or a guild would have that. It's like a voucher. Right. Okay. Um, that makes sense. So it, it would just be like a, a piece of pewter or, or some sort of really cheap metal, I think. Uh, or maybe even like wood as well. I'll stop there and I'll, I'll edit because we need to do feedback because we actually have feedback. 
Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for you to pause to say. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> right. Firstly, this is uh, all of this is on Twitter. So, uh, firstly, it's James Burton who responded to the post announcing that episode twenty-one, I think it was, uh, well, no, tw- episode twenty-two, half up front, had been released, uh, and he responded saying the last part. Say that last part's more like thirty-five percent uh, from Bleak's reveal about the the person in the, uh, the cages. Anyone not listened to the episode yet? Yeah, uh, there was a reveal when he went down into uh, the the castle again with um, with Gareth, which seemed very very unsatisfactory. So there was there's some knowledge is we've got this, and if you want to know what it means, that's the rest of your payment kind of thing. So I think that was that's what that was in reference to. He thinks you were shortchanged, <laughs> and I think he's right. Yes, yes, um, always leave one in more. Um, but he doesn't have a fact for us, so boo, you suck. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but facts, damn you. Um, so. I'm just going to interject there because, you know, that sounds like we're being a bit harsh to James, but we are emotionally retarded Englishmen, and we insult people because we are uncomfortable with genuine shows of emotion and saying thank you and stuff. Um, so, uh, James, we love you. You're awesome. Keep writing in. We had a, a bit of feedback now. Um, there's a alas uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and, and other places uh, called Sabrina, who I think is in Georgia. I think one of the posters she was on in Georgia, um, who is basically our number one fan right now. Retweets literally everything from the um, Twitter stream, um, all that sort of stuff. So um, there's not a lot of actual feedback and stuff. It's just general positivity. <laughs> um, because it'd be weird just to sort of keep sending us messages going, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's still brilliant. Yeah, it's still brilliant. I'd like, I don't want to know you anymore. <laughs> you know, after the seventh or eighth one, mate. Um, so she just sent us a, a, a tweet saying, yours is my favorite, uh, 5e game to date. Which brilliant. Is, is brilliant. Nice. Oh, that's good. Thank you very Keep much. It up. Mm. Yeah. And she's got facts for days. Uh, Yay! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Read so, out two. <laughs> <laughs> I, we will do that, yes. Um, uh, the song Lateralus by Tool is the same Tool. forward as backward. Really? I'm mm. going to have to test that out now. Yes. <laughs> what, the chords or the lyrics? No. Apparently the song. I'm, I'm going to have to try this out now. Maybe it's... What's the, what's the, the, the name for a word that's like this, that you... It sort of starts spelling it one way and then it just reverses itself. So it's yeah, Madden. Palindrome? Palindrome. Yeah, palindrome. Palindrome. So maybe the entire song is a palindrome. I really hope so. That That'd makes be sense. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favourite albums, actually, so I'll have to. And I haven't even heard of them. At <laughs> <laughs> <Tool>. all. <laughs> and the town of Silent Hill is based on Centralia, Pennsylvania. As of 2010, it had a population of 10, and the last mayor died in 2014. Interesting fact about Silent Hill as well, I worked on the Wii version on one of their games. Ooh, so if anyone has any problems with the Wii version of Silent Hill, <laughs> in the show notes we'll hand out Mike's personal email. Take that out, we might lose fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think we're going to do a Sabrina's Fact of the Week. In <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Uh, so thanks for the feedback. If you've got more feedback for us, um, then please do so. Even if it's just, hey, you're awesome, or hey, you suck, um, that's great. Because if you tell us we suck, we can um, publicly out you and shame you about how <laughs> illiterately crap you are. Um, all facts, just facts, lots of facts, all facts. Right, let's get into it. Okay, last time we had you coming up on this town. We're going to take a step back for a, a moment and I'm going to describe this town to you. Say town, it's a village. A very, very small village. You, you're just looking on it, it's, it's a little, what's called a nucleated village where everything's in the centre, so all the farms and the housing things are in the middle, um, and there's, there's maybe a central space. In this case, it's the road that goes through it. 
So there's a, a pretty slim road that goes through it. It's about 10 meters wide. You're approaching from uh, the southwest, so you're headed northeast slightly, okay, uh, into the, the the path that this thing took, that this uh, sorry this army took when they were going away. The lake is on the north side, all right. So as you come in, imagine this place is sort of orientated east-west. Let's make it simple. Now the lake is on the north side, and there are some properties kind of hard up against it. It's a, it's a pretty shallow draft into, into the lake itself. There's not like a, a cliff cut off or anything like that. You could just walk into this. There are a, a, a few reeds here and there, but mostly just outside the village. They keep it nice and, and neat because they need to access this thing every day. There are some wharves with, um, I say wharves, it's, it's just a tiny sort of little strip uh, where they can uh, tie up a couple of boats. There are still boats there. Uh, Bleak would have noticed this. I'm going to assume that you went in on the lake side. Um, to sort of scoot around, uh, go into into the backs of houses. The, the fronts of the houses all front onto the actual street, not not the lake. There's about five or six houses um, and, and outbuildings before you get to a cleared area, which is clearly the runoff. Um, <clears throat> sorry, the, like a slipway almost, like a like you would have um, a central green or a market area in any reasonable sized uh, village. Then this is kind of. A big flat bare patch of ground. Um, there's no there's no grass on it. It's just completely bare. Uh, it sees a lot of traffic. Um, this is the slipway for the um, the boats coming in there. Probably where they mend their nets and uh, this is the the model for villages in this part of the world. So you would all be fairly familiar with how this is set up. Past that, there are a few more houses either side of the road, and it just peters out on the south side is where all of the, the the farmland is. So on the north side, there's relatively few houses because they don't have access to land immediately within their kind of uh, remit. So what you've got is these sort of kitchen gardens behind um, houses. The houses are fairly separated. There's not narrow spaces between them um, because you need the land to sort of, to grow things to, to maybe keep a pig or something like that. One house does have a pig, like the first one you come to, there, there's like a little sty. Uh, that you can see there, like a, a, a one or two pigs die. You did hear like cows as you approached, but you didn't see any, so you'd assume that they're behind crops that you can't see. All the crop is, crops are at full height. You're talking um, wheat in this part of the world. Wheat, oats, barley, so the things that are about chest high. And there is a bit of local topography, so it's it's up and down. You can't really see much further beyond about two-thirds of the way into this village. You're approaching it. Coming down a gentle slope. Okay, so that's what you know uh, before going into these things. We're going to pick this up with Bleak, and you are in this building. It's a a standard kind of fisherman's hut kind of thing. It's it's one room. Uh, everything is, everything is in this one room. The the bed, the the table that he eats on. And you know it was a fisherman's hut because the fisherman is still there, or at least. Hmm? Or at least half of him is. Okay. His back half is missing. So basically something has, has taken a chunk out of from just below his shoulders all the way down to his hips. Animal? You don't know. You would assume animal. Um, it, it, it is very ragged and he's obviously been here a while because there is an overpowering smell of death in the air and there are flies everywhere buzzing about this guy. 
Okay. It's kind of making it hard to see in the room almost. There's that many flies in here. And you can't hear shit. Okay. I can't hear shit. Because of all the flies. Okay. What would you like to do? Now, you, you've, you've made your constitution check already, so you don't have to worry about that. But Well, if I can't see, then I'm going to come out. Are you going to come out um, onto the, the road, or are you going to come out back the way you came? Back the way I came. Okay. If I can't... Is there a clear route through the house? Yeah, very much so. Chaps, the three of you who were going into the main street because Gimbal decided to bimble forward, <laughs> um, you came to this this town, so we're going to expand upon the moment where you entered the, t- entered the village. I keep calling it a town, it's nice, it's a village. As you enter, you do see that there are bodies strewn about the place. A very large number of them are wearing red or blue. Blue being a, there's a blue and white being the colours of House Dukeev, and red being the colours that these uh, attackers were. Probably going to answer this question, but does it look like they were killed where they stood, or that, or was it? Does it look like they were running away from something? That is going to take a check, which is going to be more time than you have. That that would be an investigation check. Okay, but if we've been in here for a while, and mm. I've been going around the back of the houses, would I? You would go around the back of the houses, so you didn't have a BDI on the centre of the town. Your your view was obstructed. You may have seen some shapes in there. Okay. You might have seen some um, the start of some some bodies, perhaps. But um, as you were going into the back of this this house, it's like that's kind of what you're preoccupied with. The rest of you, as as you're walking in, all you can tell at this moment is that the slipway into um, into the lake, the only large area is full of bodies. There are bodies elsewhere as well along this road. Some of them are uh, obviously peasants wearing greys and browns. Not a, not a right lot, so the reds and the blues outweigh everything else. That's what you're going to see. I'm going to allow one of you to roll a check of some kind that's going to be an instant action. Okay, Gimbal is losing his lunch at this moment, so it's not going to be him. So discuss amongst you what check do you want to make that's going to do something here is, is this in response to the, the the noise that we heard the roar no the, the roar has not come yet this is okay. what you get just before that I don't think I don't think we would have been doing a nature check at this point it would have been something like uh, looking at the bodies and trying to make sense of it so then I can do an arcana check as well because with Gimbal out of the way I'm the only other person who can do that I guess so he did, uh, he did say only one person will get one check. person will get the check yeah this is you're literally walking in. If the order was Gimbal first, Carahad second, Rue third. Well, after the lock, after the the handleless lock incident, I'm definitely going to be doing our kind of check because I think I'm going to be doing an kind of check on everything: people, animals, buildings, fruit, <laughs> vegetables, stones, the yeah. road, the sky, the sun, the myself. Moon, yeah. He sort of rolls a one. The air is magic? How's the air magic? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm going to go with if, I, if I'm if i doing it. Okay. You got an idea? I was thinking we could maybe see how, how long it's been since this battle's happened, part of the investigation check. Okay. Okay. Also, how's Merrick? So which one would you prefer oh, between you? Are uh, you deciding bro? 
I might bike You're not there. Bike honey, bike honey. Oh, is he not? He's no. not there. He's, ah, he's okay. He's All right, you have the deciding vote. You can't do it. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> busy like vomiting. He's, he's not really uh, in, in uh, any point to like able to go. Uh, yeah, you, you guys aren't. This is this is properly like a, a meta game decision, and this is why I'm allowing you to talk about it first because this is a retcon kind of. I, I wanted the nice reveal and cliffhanger, yeah. so now we're we're, we're okay. sort of you know, rewinding a little uh, bit and saying what was, happens just before that. If I was going to say, I would say Carhad did the check for the battle uh, to see what kind of battle took place and what the hell attacked these people. Um, that 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 would be my vote, I think. So he gets to check on the military situation. I, not say, even just a military situation, just what kind of. I think uh, your instant reaction going into this would be, "What the fuck happened here?" Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, surely if you cast, if, if you're checking for what happened, hmm. it's like you're going to see, you might see. Obviously, they've been hacked up, or there's no signs of any damage. It's going to be magic. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Okay. So uh, roll me an investigation check, please. So it's intelligence investigation. Fifteen. So with a with a fifteen here, uh, that, that, that's a moderate success. So what you're going to get is that there is a certain amount of pattern to where these bodies are because there's reds and blues. It's very easy to tell apart. Shkalabad. The the pattern is very much that the the guys in blue seem to have been surrounded by the guys in red. So there seems to be. Um, a kind of salient of blue bodies. So there's there's a central mass, and then there's one or two further out. And it, to your eyes, it looks like they mounted a defence. Someone tried to push through, and it didn't work, and they all died. But there doesn't seem to be any attempt to clear the bodies out or anything like that. And does it look like the blues were surrounded, the reds? And I would say that that you can't tell what the results of the battle were in, in terms of how long ago it was and what happened afterwards. All you can tell is is that there are bodies. And this is your initial... You see a load of bodies. This is the first flash that you get of something's happened here. Instantly you know that they, they tried to... Um, you know they, they, they were ambushed, they formed a, a redoubt of sorts, of maybe a defensive circle, and then tried to break out from that and it failed. But that's all you get. And... There's a roar. What do you do? All of you hear this roar. I immediately pull out my hand crossbow, ready it, and then silently make my way towards these guys, keep into the back. Okay. What are you guys going to do? Gimbal's going to perk up and be like, what was that? <laughs> we'll say, say that you, you haven't thrown up too much. You know, you've just been eating jerky and beans today, haven't you? Yeah. Filled, you haven't filled your belly. A few sausages that are stuck in my pocket from, uh, from the Baron's table. <laughs> And so, what, what are you three doing? You know, you've just heard a roar. Bleak has hurried around this building. I assume uh, you're going to hurry along to the east. So this is in the I'm opposite direction towards of the, roar. the point of the roar, but keeping very quiet and the roar's very coming, hidden. The roar's coming from the west, and oh. that would that would put you sort of on point, as it were. That would put you between the roar and these guys. I'm fine to be there, but I'm hidden. Yes. Yes. At oh, the moment. I was going to say, I was taking a little swig of alcohol from my thing, just to steady my nerves with all these dead bodies, and when I hear the roar, I kind of go, <laughs> and I'm about to say, what the hell is that, like you, but before I get the chance, I notice that all the spray that comes out of my mouth stops in midair, and then comes back towards me, glowing slightly, and I'm like, what the fuck's this? And I cast 
false life on myself. What's false life? False life is a small amount of alcohol or distilled spirits is required. And it bolsters yourself with necrotic... um, Necrotic. Necrotic. (laughs) Facsimile of life, you gain 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points for the duration. And that lasts an hour. Awesome. Roll the d4. You really are nailing these... uh... Uh, Six. Accidentally... Buffing you things. Aren't yeah, they? I, I just want to get them all out there so I can actually start using them. Bear in mind that most of us have never cast most of these spells before. So no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a really good way. You, I, I quite like it. It's interesting seeing how that how the how you get them to come up come out. Mm. So I am now on temporary twenty hit points. Uh, keep a separate count. Yeah. So, so, so you've got 20. six temporary hit points. Oh, ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, and those go first. Okie dokie. And the beauty of that one is it's part of my uh, level 2 upgrade, so I didn't require a spell slot for it. That's your temporary hit point slot. There we go. Okay, so that's a level 0. Awesome. So I can just cast that whenever the hell I feel like it, as long as I've got alcohol on me. Let me read that. (laughs) False life. No, no, no. That's um, it's part. Oh, no, it's part of your uh, your thingies, isn't it? Yeah, the 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 one that you get. Invocations. That's the one. Git. Right. (laughs) Uh, what you're going to notice just beforehand is that the stuff that comes back to you, mm-hmm. the alcohol that comes back to you, it doesn't sting you, it doesn't smell like alcohol, it just smells like water. It just smells like nothing, it's like water. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't leave you wet. So you're dry as a boat. <laughs> Sorry. Shall we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and Karahad, what are you going to do? You put the raw. I mean, I kind of want to mutter to myself because I've got one guy spewing next to me and I've got another guy spitting everywhere. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, guys, get behind this shield. <laughs> get it together, man. <laughs> yeah. so you're you're going to ready your shield. Yeah, yeah. Just try to just figure out, try and figure out a plan of what's going on, really. Okay, so Bleak, you're hiding in the eaves of this this place. All right. Uh, I want everyone at this point to roll initiative, please. Eighteen. Nice. Uh, Plus two, twenty. Eleven. Karahad? Nine. Nine. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Awesome. Bleak, it's your go. What, what are you doing? In, if you want to remain hidden, you're going to have to make a hide action at some point. So, uh, at the moment, you are nice and hidden in what the, the under the use of this uh, single-story building. I would very much like to stay hidden, but also try and get back to these guys, or at least get to a point where I can look up like upon them like I, I can they're, they're in they're in my sight okay well you've got a couple of options you could uh, maybe creep up to the edge of this uh, this this structure it's a very low roof st- uh, structure but it's it's a, a tile roof and it doesn't overhang very much so you would have to keep pretty pretty stationary to, to stay hidden and uh, maybe sort of creep up to the edge of the to the corner of the building where you could peer past it to see those guys and see the road but there is nothing to cover me by nothing to cover you you know okay uh, you could go around the back of the building and that would then put you um, in, a, in a, a, an open space between that building and the next one on where there's a wharf going to the north a little tiny little jetty okay. I suppose going to the north I'm gonna stay hidden what would like supreme alertness is there any way I want to say can I use echolocation then but no I don't know can I you can just start going and see what happens (laughs) Uh, do I know where they are 
can I? I want to be able to sense where they are. You're gonna have to see where they are. You're not gonna. Have, you can't sense where they are. Okay, then I'll, I'm just gonna stay where I am, hidden with my anchor bow ready. Okay. Ready to go. So I'm gonna say that that uh, in order to, to stay hidden, you're gonna have to be on the north face of this this building. Imagine this is sort of slightly skewed, kind of uh, northwest. You know, the, sorry, yeah, northeast. There's a. It's not directly on a compass point, so it's kind of like skewed towards the centre of the village a little bit. So you're very exposed if you get to the you know the southeast corner. So you're gonna get on the north side of this building, you're gonna be sheltered from whatever is coming up the road, you would imagine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could get there, that'd just be a move. Yeah, the most defensible hidden position that I can be in. Cool, make a hide check please. Is that a stealth, is it? Stealth. Twenty. Twenty. Awesome. So you are ghosting into this this area here, okay, uh, you're on the north side of that building. And if you want to stay on on the northeast corner of it, where you can see the road, you still can't see these guys. Um, That's fine. As long as as I'm hidden, so... Alright, but what you definitely don't see is you don't see them where you left them. So you'd imagine that they've come into the town. Okay. Gimbal! Gimbal's a bit wobbly on his feet. He's going to turn in the direction that this roll's come from. Mm -hmm. Because that's what you do. He's got to draw his bow and he's got to stand ready. So you're just going to stand ready and get your bow ready, that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Rue? Likewise, I'm just going to turn to the direction of the noise and see if I can see anything. I'm assuming I can't see anything at this point. Not right now. Actually, no, you can't see anything. Okay, then I am going to do an arcana check, because I've learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and that's 17 plus 21. Okay, now. Nice. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to get that overwhelming sense of more. Just fuck, fuck. This, this is this is the same thing. This is the same thing. Exactly the same thing. As on the night of the attack, and then <clears throat> dashing across the road and going to the south behind one of the buildings is what looks like um, a cross between a bull mastiff or small pony and a lizard. Just whoosh, straight across, and it's. It's not kind of uh, going quicker than the eye can see. It's it's really sort of loping across. So it's it's roared at you. It sort of lopes across, and it's sitting. And it's sort of just before it um, gets across the road entirely, it's going to stop, roar at you, and it's going to start sort of slowly pacing towards you. Carahad, this thing's about sixty feet away from you. And it's just slowly pace towards you. Oh dear. <laughs> Can I do a nature check? See if I know anything about it. You most certainly can if you like. That's good your action. Actually Four. no, this this is this is a free action. So six. Six? Yeah. No fucking clue whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So I've never seen one of these before. In my this life. is something out of a fairy tale. <laughs> okay then I'm just like totally I don't know what to do in this part. I've never seen this before. Just gonna brace myself, got my longsword ready, just in case. It starts to pounce. So you're all braced to the east. Yeah. Yeah. Ready for what may come. Awesome. Bleak. After being there, what, about 15, 20 seconds? Yeah, you, you can see this. Not 15, 20 seconds. This would be the entire combat over. Um, it's right. Every round is six seconds. You can see this creature. You, you did see it. Right, okay. All uh, the cops around that, am that I, part am, of town. Am I behind it, am I? You are not behind it. It's in front of you by about thirty feet, but it's looking at these guys in the in the middle of the village and not you. You can't see you. Thirty feet. Right. Can to attack it. My hand crossbow. 
Go for it. And uh, you are hidden from it, so you get advantage. Cool. Uh, that's 13, 23. 23's going to hit. Uh, Do some damage. One. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. You know, listening to the old podcast, this is such a refreshing change from your last guy who was, let's negotiate with it. <laughs> Every single opportunity is the, is the complete reversal. Yeah. Uh, okay. It hit for 10. 10 damage. Ooh, awesome. Okay. So you uh, loose this thing off and it just sinks in behind uh, its like forward shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Can I now then shout? Yeah. Something. You most certainly can. It's a free action. Okay. I need to shout something that's going to get you all to snap out of whatever you're fucking go- going through and, and defend yourselves. So I'm going to shout to Karahad. Cut his fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiring words. Set it on fire. Set it on fire. Karahad should stop being a wussy and cut his fucking head off. Okay. Gimbal. Cool. Gimbal's gonna shoot the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So, 18 plus 4, 22. It's gonna hit, do some damage. Three. Three damage, okay. Uh, yeah, so that, the arrow oh, sort of bounces okay. off, can it? You can't add your Farley Inspiration D6 you said to, every roll. to every D20 roll. Oh, Go into it. Fair enough. You can't add okay. that to damage, <laughs> otherwise that would be so OP. That would be amazing. Because you, you get to choose when you use your Bard Inspiration, like last an hour. Yeah, So. Oh, fair enough. At that point, um, we're going to say that Karahad is up front and Rue and Gimbal are behind him. Who's on the south side? Who's on the north side of Karahad? Imagine you're sort of forming a wedge, as it were. Um, I'm not. I didn't really give that much thought, but from what from the way you were describing things, I pictured myself as being closer to the building. Closer so, to the building, so you'd be on the south side, cool. um, the, the the place where all the bodies are is on the north side. Yeah, so the, north side. Yeah, so so wouldn't side, yeah. Karahad orientated himself towards protecting those two. Yes, yeah, so they're, they're, they're behind him, so like... Oh, a, right, he's on point of behind you. Yeah, so <clears throat> hence why I said they're not necessarily strung out in a line. Alright, so he's actually going to... This this chap wearing red, who looks very dirty, is going to charge from just behind one of the houses, and he's going to go straight at Gimbal. And he is going to get a 20 versus your AC. Bomb. 13. Okay, and he hits 4... Four damage. Okay. He gets another attack for a 21 versus your AC. Yeah. Which hits for... Oh, shit. That's going to hit you for nine damage. Ooh. Okay, so I'm down to five hit points. Okay. So he's just stumbled out of the building. He is charged out from behind the building. He's not gone from inside the building. And he is actually going to yell. Um, but you have no idea what he just said. Even though I've got my comprehend languages. How long does it last? An hour. An hour. Yeah, that was this morning. Fair enough. <laughs> nice try, though. Yeah, no, I just... Well, I didn't know. Rude. I'm going to look between the guy that's just jumped out of the building. It's just one guy at, this, at the second, isn't it? One guy and a lizard. No, I go, oh, shit. I don't know which is worse, but I think... You're in front of the lizard. This guy's off to the side. He's more of a threat. So I'm going to go for the guy. And I'm going to uh, cast Frostbite on him. 
Okay, go for it. So that, that's, that's an automatic. That's an automatic hit. Yeah, and he needs to take a, a Constitution a saving, throw. saving throw. Yeah, versus my spell DC of thirteen. So thirteen. Alright, it's going to hit. What's it do? Okay, it does one d six damage, which is two damage. Mm-hmm. But uh, he is at disadvantage for the next weapon attack he makes on his next go. Cool. All right, then this lizard creature thing is going to seemingly ignore the arrow that's kind of sticking out of its haunches and um, charge not at the the source of the arrow but straight at the group. And so he is going to charge straight on. So he's going to uh, charge at Karahad. And he's actually going to roll with advantage because his mate is within five feet of you. So this, okay. uh, this, other, this screaming lunatic is within five feet of you, so it's putting you off a bit. Uh, and that's going to be a 14 versus your AC. How many 15. <laughs> yeah. 17, because you've got your shield. Ah, shit, yeah. Don't be. You will learn how to play this game <laughs> if it kills me. And uh, at that point, uh, let's just roll this guy. Let's roll for. Uh, Karahad, what are you doing? Uh, I want to use athletics to uh, die with a lizard with my longsword. Athletics? Yeah. Dive over the lizard? Dive at him. Dive at him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you want to accomplish with this dive? I want to stab it. <laughs> That's an attack roll, okay. is what that is. Yeah, yeah. You, don't worry, your attack rolls are much better than your athletics check. Okay. So, attacking with your longsword? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go for it. The 14. 14. Yeah. It's going to hit. Do some damage. That's 13. 13 damage. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to uh, come with your longsword and you're just going to fucking twat this thing and it just goes down in a heap. It's the, just almost sounds like a dog like squeal as it, uh, as it hits the ground. Bleak. What are you doing? Okay, I've noticed that he's been. Uh, Gimbal's been getting his arse handed to him. <laughs> I've. Taking aim again, and I'm firing another hand crossbow bolt at the attacker, aiming not to kill but to disable. Disable, yes. Roll with disadvantage. Uh, the disadvantage is because you're trying to achieve something cool. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve is not going to get him. Okay. Just sort of sails past him, and gimbal. Oh, I've got a movement up, haven't I? Oh, yeah, you move, yeah. And you've got a cunning action as well. I have no idea how to use that yet, so I'm just <laughs> It's a hide or a, a slight hand or something like that. Alright, okay. You've got a specific list of things you can do as a, as a bonus I'll, action. I'll have to check that in a second. I'm, I'm getting really annoyed that I've missed. I'm just going to start charging towards uh, Gimbal and the attack. Cool, alright. <clears throat> I'd say on the way you can sort of stow your hand crossbow and get your daggers out. Alright, okay. Gimbal. Gimbal's going to just drop his bow. Because mm-hmm. this guy's now too close to use it. Yep. Um, and he's going to cast Blade Ward. Cast it? What's it do? Um, basically, extend your hand and trace a sigil of warding in the air. Until the end of your next turn, you have uh, resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Resistance against weapon attacks, essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, brilliant. So that means you get half damage. Yep. All right. I think I need that right now. <laughs> so these things are. So, so what, what's going on here? This is. Just actual blades spring up around you, and uh, no, it's basically sort of like a false field kind of thing. Okay, and this, yeah, you've used this before, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. They, they could, this, it was when the um, thing surprised me in the alley when I, when I was a bit dazed after taking a knock on the head. It's like I know I can do this now, so it's just like immediately. Okay. 
which way did you run? Did you run behind the building first and then towards the thing, or did you run um, sort of out into the road as quickly as possible? Out into the road as quickly as possible. Okay. So, uh, and you're running towards these guys, so, okay. Uh, it's going to be a 50-50 for um, Rue or uh, Malor. So, uh, one, two, three, four. One. Going for Rue. Um, <clears throat> so, from behind you to the north is... Make a dexterity saving throw, please. Eight is not good enough. You are going to take eight damage. Okay. As this goo kind of like splats into your into your side, you, you never even saw it coming. Goo, goo, and as it hits you, it hisses. Some of it touches your skin, and it just burns and burns and burns. And it doesn't, doesn't seem to be an ending to this burning. It's, it smells horrible. Mm. Smells like Karen. <laughs> <laughs> As you you turn to see, you know where this thing has, has come from. So the natural reaction is to turn towards the thing. Um, you see a man-sized thing come out of the the lake and start running towards you. And it's pitch black. And you can't see much detail because there's a lot of water dripping off it because it's man-shaped and pitch black and slightly shiny. Mm. Nice. Then this asshole. Uh, the screaming asshole is going to take another go at Gimbal, because why not? Because he's there, he's not thinking too hard, so he's going to... That's going to miss. That's also going to miss. Yay. And uh, that's what he's going to do. Uh, so, Root. Okay, so the black mess of tar-looking type thing mm-hmm. uh, that's coming towards me. So he's come out of the lake, and the screaming guy is... He came out of the building. Mm-hmm. What's behind him? The screaming guy. Yeah, yeah. There's you can't see anything behind him. As in, no, I mean, as in he came out of the building. So is it? No, he came from between the buildings. So like he was, it was. It seemed like he was hiding behind a building, and he charged <coughs> into the space between these buildings. There's, there's maybe about sort of five, ten meters. No, sorry, that's a bit much. It's about five to seven meters between these buildings. And he right. came out between that space. Okay, so I'm gonna um, eldritch blasting. I'm going for a repelling blast. It's just. Automatic. If I succeed in this, in fact, sorry, no, no, the the, the black tar guy or the, the fanatic guy who's the, attacking the screamy fanatic, screamy guy. fanatic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I'm trying to essentially um, hit him with the eldritch blast and then send him because repelling blast sends him back ten foot. I think it is. I need to double check that in a second, but it certainly is at least ten foot. That's one of your invocations, isn't it? Yeah, I'll send him back ten foot, and I'm hoping to essentially uh, use that to smack him against the back of something, you know, daze him a little bit. Cool. Okay, so. That's 8 plus 5, so 13. 13? That's versus AC. Yeah, that's just a normal... Yeah, um, okay. Hit. Doesn't hit. Oh, it's going to flash out from your hand, it goes towards him, this bolt of energy goes towards him, and as it hits him, um, you can see that uh, it, it sort of goes towards him and sort of dissipates, and for some strange reason, there's, like, hazel leaves sort of mysteriously appear on him and fall to the ground, like you've just thrown leaves at him. <laughs> It's mm. a really, really good thing. You're <laughs> really competent at what you do, isn't it? I yeah. would like to point out, for, for the benefit of the listeners, um, because I set the reminder way too early for this event, um, Biddy got woken up at half five this morning, so he has, oh, yeah. as by way of apology, um, <laughs> five uses of inspiration today. <laughs> and he hasn't used one. <laughs>
Do it. That's your way. <laughs> that would be perfect. Just leave that in. Yeah. yeah. So you, you get a re-roll? I'm going to re-roll. Okay. I'll probably do even worse. Yep. <laughs> re-roll again. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's because it's you get you use it to get advantage. We say that you can use it as a re-roll, but... Yeah. yeah. No, definitely not. Karahad. So which one's closest to me now? You've just felled this yeah, uh, yeah. lizard thing. Yeah. The screaming lunatic is probably the closest to you. Okay. The This black creature from the lagoon is, is on its way towards you. He's going to get to you very quickly. Yeah. So I want to attack this crazy lunatic guy. Kind of save Gimbal. Okay, attack the lunatic. Six. <laughs> is not going to do yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it went so well with the lizard. <laughs> nothing to your attack then. You do have your action surge. You can do another... Yeah. So, so what did you roll? You rolled a six? Yeah, yeah. You have a plus five to attack. Oh, Learn the game! <laughs> roll the die, add a number. Eleven. <laughs> Always think to yourself, I've rolled the die right, <laughs> to be, to be what fair, do I add to this? In all fairness, with the amount of scribble he's got on the sheet, I'm surprised <laughs> he can tell what's what. Holy shit. Um, right, so your attacks, do you know where your attacks are? Underneath your pencil, right there, mm. in the middle, where it says longsword. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there we yeah. go. All right. Yeah, I've got <laughs> That's where I killed the lizard with. <laughs> and you forgot him into bleeding turn. <laughs> right. so okay, brief. maybe I maybe I need one of these DM screens just for Tom. <laughs> and all it has is is the very simple roll the die, get a number written in like forty eight point two. Oh, in bold. <laughs> just huge. Highlighted, you know, sparkly. <laughs> If, if we get one of some of those augmented reality goggle type things, we'll give them to you. We'll just have the rules come across. Yeah. <laughs> All right, work on that. <laughs> that's, that's your job. All right, Google Glass that plays D and D for it. Yes. <laughs> so, All right. eleven. Yeah. Eleven. No, he's not going to hit the guy. Anything else you want to do? Is a bonus. You do have your action surge. You can have another go. You also have inspiration, so I'm going to attack it. <laughs> To which you are instantly giving me that back. <laughs> yeah. So, do, do, do you want to spend the inspiration? Do yeah. You have a re-roll? Yeah. Yeah. I want to try try it. Okay. Cool. Twenty-three. Twenty-three is gonna get him do some damage. Twelve. Are you sure? Is it twelve plus one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so seven plus five. So you guys got twelve. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're going to uh, do some pretty substantial damage to this guy. He does not look happy right now, okay? So there's a, there's a tinge of fear to the fervor in his eyes. As long as the longsword doesn't turn to limbs. <laughs> <laughs> Bleak. Cool. So I ran towards the um, guy that's going insane and trying to attack people. I, I'm guessing I'm within attack range now. You can easily get there. That'll use up your entire move together. Cool. I'm... I uh, drew my drop daggers. I'm gonna go jump and pounce on him. Cool. We're by like, oh, straight attack roll. Twenty-two. 22's gonna do it. Because um, it's both daggers. Do I main hand and off hand? So that's your main hand. Do you damage? Seven. Cool. And then it's you roll to hit with your off hand, which is you, st- you still roll with your dex. Eleven. So it's eleven which is not going to hit. But if you'd have hit, the rule is that you don't add your um, modifier to the damage roll. So you have to take a feat to be able to do that. Yep, yeah, sure. Cool. So I've jumped on him, stabbed him just below the collarbone here, just to like, try and bleed him out. Cool. So you, you stab him, that, the, the blade actually sinks really deep, um, just goes completely into it, um, and it just severs the artery that runs through, the, the, the thoracic artery, I think it's called. Um, so he just instantly lights go out. Okay. Go on. 
Gimble. Is he is he dead? His lights have gone out. He's right. Like, okay. Yeah. Good. You know, um, as a professional killer, that if you want to, um, <laughs> I just had to. Yeah. If, if, if you, <laughs> thank you for, for flicking that off my initiative tracker. If that disturbed any others, I've killed you. <laughs> yeah. In game and out. So you know, as a professional killer, that that this is the way that you do it. If you, if you want to get someone on the ground quick. Okay. Well, I've pulled the the dagger through, and it's come actually through his skin then, and, and, it's, and I've like flicked the um, blood. And it's gonna hit him in the face. <laughs> um, him uh, being Biddy, by the way. Yes, yes, sorry, Biddy. Make an attack roll. Oh, what? <laughs> just make a. In fact, make just make a, a d20 plus your dexterity modifier. Fucking hell, it's pretty high. That's so seven, seven. Seven, uh, Biddy, do me a um, dexterity acrobatics. Six. Yes! Six. Do you want to use your inspiration to not get blood in your face? No. <laughs> so you now have blood in your face. Deal with so that. I've, just, I've pulled it through and I've gone flicked it at you. And it's just gone on your face. Okay. So the the guy in black, uh, as he approaches, you can now make out that he's, he is wearing clothes, but um, they're very wet so that they just seemed like they were black like the guy. You can see his face very clearly now. And it's scaled. He has horns... A uh, very sort of small row of horns protruding from along the, the sort of um, the sides of his skull, kind of brownish things, maybe about half an inch in length. He has no hair. It's black scales all over him. Uh, he has a pronounced snout, and he's snarling at this moment. And his teeth are just all points, and there's a lot of them. Okay. And he looks to see. It looks to have what would be the beginning of claws on his hands. But he's also carrying two swords, and he is going to. Well, let's first off. Uh, he's going to lay into Rue as his target. He's just he's just focused right now. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't get advantage. So he's got advantage, and that is. I just want you to know, whatever happens, this is because I've got blood in my eyes and I can't see what's going on. 16 versus your AC? <laughs> yep. That's going to do... 5 damage. Okay. He takes another swipe at you, yes. but he misses wildly. As he gets uh, closer, he sort of, again, just raises his sort of face to the sky and, and howls out. Mm-hmm. Alright, Rude, you want to go? I'm again going to try Eldritch, Eldritch Blast. And try and put some distance between me and him. That's a uh, eighteen. Uh, yes, that's going to do it. Okay, God, I've not actually done this for a while. I can't remember what the hell I do for any of this. That'll be eight. Eight damage. damage. Yep. And I also repel him ten foot in the direction. Well, in in a direct line away from me. Cool. And it, and again, um, as this this goes on, you see. Your blast goes out as it hits him, and again, there's like a almost a, a small shower of leaves, like two or three leaves. It just seem to it seems oh, as your blast hits him, the recoil is, is these just, the leaves come out, but it absolutely nearly floors him. You know, mm. he's, he's driven back um, by this thing, so leaving two tracks in the ground. You have a move, or if you've got any tricky things that you want to do, pull them out now. Can I move into a slightly more strategic location? Is there anything I can move in? Myself you, you've got or... basically free movement. Um, the, this road is, uh, what do we say, sort of seven metres across? 
seven to ten meters it varies so you've got about what five meters three meters to the nearest house if you wanted to dive into a house yeah or you can go between them if you like yeah just something in which i can give myself a bit of cover behind a uh, doorway maybe okay so you just like you know, open the door go into the doorway and sort of like spin that and kind of use that as a firing boat yeah point. all right all right yep absolutely you can do that make a constitution check please <laughs> 14 plus. Uh, is that saving? Yeah, saving throw. Uh, 16. 16? Okay. You're going to come in, and the smell as you open this door oh. is overpowering, but you manage to just about save it. You sort of, you know, that you, you throw up a little bit in your mouth, but you just choke it back down. Right. Okay, let's get let's get to this. And I'll try not to think about that thing behind me. Um, <clears throat> and it smells vile in here. Absolutely vile. Like outside, but concentrated, very much concentrated. Mm-hmm. And Karahat! <laughs> I just want to say you're covered in blood and you're throwing up. <laughs> you're going to have partial cover, so you're going to get um, basically a plus two to your at this moment. Okay. I want to make a move towards this guy. Okay, do so. He's only ten feet away from you, you can make it. Okay, okay. Is that just one move or can I attack? That's half of your movement, isn't it? You've got 25 feet worth of movement, so you've spent 10 of it. Yeah. Okay, okay, great. 16. So I want to want to make a dive with my longbow at him. With your longbow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to put your shield away, put your longsword away, move right up to this guy point blank, get your long longbow out, and shoot him from point blank range. Longsword, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you'd say, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, so what, what was that, sorry? Longsword, I want to attack him with a longsword. Okay, what did you yeah. roll? I uh, rolled a 21. 21, that's got it. Say what you're doing before you roll, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I got... What that's nine. Nine damage. Yeah. Okay. Bleak. When he sliced him, the, the guy, what's happened is... Something who's is he caused a wound? He's caused a wound, yes. What's come out of the wound? Do you want to make a perception roll? Because this guy is about 15 feet away from you. Is that, is that an action? If you want to perceive this clearly, yes, it can be an action because you're looking past him. It's like you're kind of dedicating some time to figuring this out. So this is going to be an action. Fuck it. I'm going to run at him, both daggers, and do the same thing as the guy jump and try and like, double attack him again. Cool, go for it. Because how, how, how big is he? He's man-sized. Okay, so I've jumped at him again. From, am I at the side of him? or You can choose. You can choose to sort of come at just from the side. Yeah, of him. okay, so if he's standing there I, and I'm there, I've kind of like gone round and I've jumped. So you're going to run in a, in a bit of a, a bit of a curve yeah. and then come at him. All right? Okay, so two... Because he does have a dwarf in front of him. <laughs> you can use me as a step. <laughs> okay, roll your first attack. 18. 18 is going to hit, do some damage. 8. 8 damage. Again, 13. Uh, does not hit. Okay, I'm going to hit him, miss the other one. I'm going to finish the momentum and then roll to use my cunning action to disengage. Disengage? Yeah, so I've got, like gone, hit him, missed, use that momentum to disengage and roll, roll off. Okay, so you're going to get, um, so you're moving away from doesn't provoke an attack opportunity, which is what disengage does. So how far away do you want to get? You've got about 15 feet worth of movement left. I'm going to go for about half of that. I'm going to roll, like, a roll and just to kind of like get back into like a stance like that. 
Uh, yeah. well, sorry, the audio, which is uh, preparing my daggers. Okay, uh, cool. to, to attack again. So you are, um, you're about, yeah, about seven or eight feet away from him. Cool. Yes. Gimbal! Okay, so my blade ward will end at this point. Gimbal is going to draw his sword, and he's going to have a go. Because he's a plucky little fucker. He's going to step up to the side of um, Karad, and he's going to take a swat. He's going to try to stab me in the leg. Okay, so you're running up. I would first like you to make a dexterity check, please. Cool. Okay. Match twenty. Okay. Excellent. There, there are some bodies in your way, but you've just sort of danced over them around them. Could have done that for the attack roll, but I <laughs> <laughs> Get them out of the way now. Okay, so attack it. And... <laughs> Roll a massive d6. 13. 13 versus AC? Yep. He is just going to bounce off his hide. Balls. <laughs> Which conveniently is what I was aiming for. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, so he has got all sorts of people in the way, but he is just going to go for the first nearest person to him, and that's going to be uh, Karahad. So, firstly... Nope. Then he's going to attack with his sword, that's going to miss. Uh, and another one is also going to miss. Fucking shithead, I'm not using that die anymore. There. <laughs> Sit there and think about what you did. It's got on it. Yeah, in fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get another die out. And um, he is going to, at this point, reach into his belt. He's got a flask just hanging off it. So he takes it and he just throws it back towards his fallen comrades. Ah, fuck. Okay. <laughs> that flask do anything, he'll be melting him down. So I very much doubt it, considering the situation. <laughs> yeah, right. He did throw something at me before that burned, so... Yeah. I'm hoping, yeah. Well, okay, it's a fact of acid yeah, and not a resurrection. His, his, <laughs> his friends are scaly. You yeah. don't have scales. Rude, what would you like to do? I want to cast Frostbite on him. And I want to argue that I should get advantage because he's covered in water. And it's a um, cold frost-based spell. Nope. Okay. For very specific reasons, which we can go into afterwards, but... Okay, fair enough. Right. Uh, Well, frostbite's an instant here. It's a constitution constitution saving throw from him. Okay, constitution saving throw. It's got to be my 13. Which he does not. Okay, so he takes two damage. Okay. And again, is at disadvantage when he tries to make an attack on anyone. Disadvantage. Cool. Make a note. And... So, no, specifically a weapon attack. A weapon attack. Okay. Yes. Anything else you want to do? Hiding is an action, isn't it? Can't be classed as a move. It's most definitely an action, yeah. Okay, then I shall remain behind my door. Okay. <laughs> In the closet. <laughs> yeah. And as <laughs> you do, um, you see that, uh, this this thing that's been lobbed overhead is just a, a small um, ceramic flask and it shatters on the ground. As it does, um, some liquid spills out of it. Um, it, it seems to be um, a, a very dark liquid, maybe black or red or something of, of that sort of nature, like very dark wine colour maybe. As, as the pool spreads very quickly, the edge of it catches the lizard, and the lizard blinks and pops back up. It was the latter. Told you. And from between your legs, I'd, I'd like you to make a dex check please. Uh, 
difficult. Uh, you feel a brush against your legs and it's sort of something pushing against it and you just sort of lift it basically as, as, a, as an initial reaction, just to not resist. Um, and out the door runs the biggest damn rat you have ever seen. It's about dog-sized. The biggest damn rat I've ever seen since the last biggest damn rat I've ever seen. They were probably about the same size. I'm seeing a trend. This lizard is going to get up. It's going to charge towards the back of Karahad. So that's going to be... We're going to say that it's not going to even attempt to be stealthy at this point, so you can hear it coming, no one. Or you can hear the... Ah! Fuck! (laughs) noise from him. this thing and that's going to be I'm going to stop, I'm gonna stop using this die that's going to be not enough to hit your AC I'm afraid <laughs> you're nowhere near enough <sighs> right in fact no because it's got a mate with him it takes advantage <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> shit I wanted this to be so much more challenging <laughs> so I did the maths and everything you say so much more challenging I'm on literally five hit points <laughs> No one's dead yet. <laughs> Karahad, you've got one in front of you, one behind you. <laughs> oh god, I wanna. I'm trying to get out of this without. Right, so I'm gonna. I gotta get, get attacked by this lizard. It doesn't hear me, but so I wanna kind of swirl around. I've had just attack with this longsword, so I wanna kind of turn around in a swirling motion and see if I can just get it off my back. So, do you want to move it or do you want to attack it? Kind of a just yeah, just attack it really, just a kind of instinct. Defense. Can I pummel strike it? Like, yeah, yeah, because it's just like sprung up behind me. Thought it was just dead. Cool. I've yep. got a regular attack, and it's it's yeah. going to do um, non-lethal damage for, for the moment if you would like that. Uh, but yeah, you, you just fucking brain it. So yeah, go for it. Okay. Regular attack. So Sixteen. So that's twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yep. And then that's twelve. Twelve damage. Yep. Okay. You, you smack it in the in the temple as you. Come past, and you, you hear a crack, and it's sort of like it gets pretty wet um, around. That. You know, this is this is a big old crack. Something's something is probably damaged. Maybe you've got his brain wet, and you'd expect it to drop, but it does not. Click. It's not real jaw wielding, but if I put one dagger away and get my crossbow out, can I still do the cat? Can I say it offhand? That's gonna be that check. Exactly. Okay. Sticking with the daggers, I'm gonna go back in for the uh, um, to take on the uh, big guy. Okay, get in there. It's 22. 22, you can hit. Do some damage. 7. 7 damage. Offhand, 17. Uh, is going to hit. And I hit him for 1. Well, 1 damage, so 8 damage overall. Excellent. I'm not going to disengage. More going like, to taunt him. Like, come on. Uh, you can see at this range he's bleeding and it's normal blood. Okay. Okay, he's opened up. He says red flesh underneath. Yeah, wave got wounds going on there okay um, <clears throat> but he, he seems just just an entire being made of fury right now um, he's just just going for it uh, Gimbal Gimbal's still focused on the uh, scaly slimy guy and he's just yeah he's just gonna take another stab basically just slash whatever 15 15 is not going to hit I'm afraid Gimbal useless as well okay so this this fella is going to firstly let's see and that one hasn't been success yet so use this one yes he is going to rear back his head almost like in in um, reaction to being stabbed and he is going to you're still in close combat aren't you um, I so. yeah uh, he's he's 
gun is at rear back and he's going to spit this gunk at you. Make a dexterity saving throw. 13. Okay, and you just manage to sort of get your head out of the way as this sort of, sort of hisses past you through the air. Um, and you hear it hiss as it lands on a, on a corpse. And then he's going to attack Bleak again, because you've just hurt him. At disadvantage, don't forget. Nope. Oh. Straight attack roll, because he gets advantage, because the drake is near him. Okay. So at least he's not at advantage though. However, he did roll a natural one, so fuck that shit. Uh, he, gets he stabs himself in here. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do fumble rules? Uh, Root. Hello. Seeing that the guy is more of a threat because you can just keep on bringing his mates back, uh, all, all my attacks are now focused on him because of his priority. So okay, make a dexterity saving threat. 11. 11. Uh, you are going to have disadvantage on this roll because another rat just came past you and knocked your leg. <laughs> okay. Aldrich Blast. In fact, no, sorry, we'll wreck on that. The rat didn't go past you. Um, a rat um, is now sort of uh, sort of clawing at, the, at your leg. It's not getting through your clothing, but it's sort of clawing at you. And there's, more, there's more there. So you're kind of distracted by these things. So roll with disadvantage. Okay. 15. Okay. Roll it again. <laughs> but I could use to say I don't have to roll the second dice. You could use that advantage. You could. Which is worth doing because it's 15 and it's that that would be 20. So yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, spend it. There you go. So <laughs> I'm starting to regret all these concessions now. <laughs> that was a 20 then. All right then. Uh, the 20 is going to hit him. You're pushing him back. Also pushing him back, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so you're going to push him back. Uh, ten foot and eight damage. Eight damage. Okay, he's starting to look a little bit worse for wear now. Um, this is stopped being funny. The leaves haven't appeared again. You, you, just, you just hit him. He gets pushed back another ten feet. He is now very near to the shoreline of the lake. Uh, the ambush drake is going to just go straight at Karahas, but he doesn't get advantage now because his mate is next, next to him. But doesn't need it because that is a twenty-one versus your AC. Seventeen. Yay! The Drake finally hit something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's going to be nine damage. As his claws just sort of rip into bleak. We did. Rouge just pushed him back, mildly annoyed because I because he's now further that I have to actually go further. Oh, hang on a second. Was it the lizard that just went there? Yes. So it's Carahad. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. Oh, Carahat. I'm an asshole, yes. Okay, I want to swipe back. I want to. I want to. Yeah, get together, I guess, with those claws that swiped on me and just, just start getting into a bit of a rage. Just, <laughs> I wanted want to take a dive with, the, with my long sword. And that's a nine. Did okay. you just roll a nine? Did no, you, four plus five. Okay. <laughs> so you just dropped his dice, is that, is that technically a roll? Can I, <laughs> I've got bardic inspiration that I can give him. You do have bardic inspiration, but it must be applied beforehand. Um, okay. okay, technically all inspiration uh, has to be applied beforehand, but we're, we're rolling fast and loose with the bardic. I want it to be a thing where you inspire someone and then they take it and do some gadget gotcha. narrative. You want to use your action, sir? Yeah, yeah, can I use this? Go for it. Spend it. It's up. Brilliant. And that's 12. 12 total? Yeah. Isn't going to hit. Ah. Just going to glance off it. <laughs> Anything else you want to do? You've got some movement. Um, yeah, can I move move back a bit then, please? Away from the lizard's back. 
You certainly can, but it's going to take. You're going to take an attack of opportunity. Ooh. Um, because you're not disengaging. Okay, I'll, I'll stay where I am. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bleak. Yes, mildly annoyed that I've just had my target pushed away from me. <laughs> I'm going. You just can't win, can you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run at him again, and I'm going to. It's like swift strikes against his chest, and it's like whack, whack, that kind of. For the benefit of the audio, <laughs> uh, slicing upwards with the right hand and then going to stab with my off hand. Okay, roll it. So main hand. It's 12 misses. Yep. And then 18. 18 hits. Four, six. Uh, is that no, two modifiers? Two. Two damage, yep. So you don't get to add your dexterity to that. Okay, so your off hand. I'd yeah. like to roll out the way as well. So you're going to use the disengage action as your cutting action? Yes. Okay. You get that every turn, cutting action? Each turn, yeah. Okay, cool. Each turn of combat. Alright. And... Okay, so you, you sort of get in, he dodges the first one, the second one just sort of catches him on the way out and slices him a little bit. Gimbal. As these two are focused on the scaly guy, I'm going to turn about and help out Karahad. Yep. So I'm going to hopefully... Hopefully this lizard thing's distracted. So I'm going to turn around and I'm just going to stab straight at the ribs. 20. Go for it. Yep. Okay. Get that, get that damage in. 10. Uh, describe to me how you take this lizard out. Okay, so as I said, I'm going to basically just spin about on one foot, come alongside Karahad and just stab straight at the ribs and the sword's just going to slide in, sweet as a knife through butter. Burst the heart. This thing just out cold, flat, dead. Awesome. Um, I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, don't get anything for dex, do I? Oh, do. Yes, um, 17. 17, yeah. So, um, as it goes down, uh, it falls into a, a small pile of bodies, one of the ones that you sort of danced around, and it disturbs about five of these dog sized rats uh, as they sort of come out, and you just manage to sort of um, you know, pick your feet up and, and get around them. Cool. They're, they're just running. They sort of run towards the nearest dark place, like between buildings or something. Just, just away. And no, fuck. I can't roll to save my life. In fact, I can't roll to save this guy's life. Is what I'm doing. Um, so he's been pushed away from everyone. The only person close to him is this um, half-breed asshole. Come up to him, this pasty white fella. And he's going to go for a 13 versus UAC. Nope. 16 versus UAC. Yes. Hits. Yes. Um, and that's going to be 4 damage. Take it. Take it like a bitch you are. Finally get to do some damage. <laughs> and he's going to... Uh, in fact, that's, that's all he can do. He's he's, he's not pleased about being uh, pushed back so far. But he's got you in his face, so he's going he's gonna to focus on you. Root. I'm going to exit the building, because I'd like to think that this rat has now started humping my leg, and I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to exit the building. Uh, hopefully it's not going to follow me. And I'm going to take another Eldritch Blast at this guy, but I'm not going to try and repel him, because I'm now worried that he's actually going to get a bit too close to the water and try and swim off. Dexterity check. 
with the Eldritch Blast, do you control if you can push him back? Or is yes. It to... And I can control the distance as well. And forced movement does not provoke attacks of opportunity. <laughs> natural one. Uh, that was dexterity, and I don't get any kind of modifier for that, so that is a natural one. I'm glad we Do, do you want to spend that inspiration? Because you're showing yourself up at the moment. <laughs> You've yeah. got, got a few good hits off, but you know, it's. Uh... Yeah, so I'm going to re roll that. 12. You got any modifiers to that? Nope. I have nothing to dexterity. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, your, it's a spell, so you get your. You oh, get your proficiency plus your. Oh no! You said so you said roll a you said roll a dex. Oh no, dexterity modifier. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so yeah, that was um, yeah, you're gonna fall over if that was. That 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 okay. was that was the one that I was re rolling. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. So yeah. that's now twelve for the dex. Okay, twelve for the dex. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> as, as you come out, um, there's about three or four, maybe five of these rats behind yeah. you, and they stream out in all directions and sort of back around the building, um, and some of them sort of go in and hide amongst the bodies, sort of, you know, obviously, um, want to get the fuck out of here. Okay, so this is my Eldritch Blast. Okay, okay. go for it. Uh, ele- uh, 16. 16 hits. Okay. 3 damage. Okay, and are you pushing him? No. Okay, so he just gets a, a splat of energy on him. And he's, he's starting to look pretty pretty poorly. Any leaves? No. Nope. I'm watching out for that now. Carahad. What are you doing? I want to join in the fun, try to finish this guy off. Yeah, you can make it there easily. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I just want to go just uh, dive in with a stab to the stomach. Go for it. Make your attack. That's 17. Hits. And that's 9. Okay, describe to me how this guy gets taken out. Well, he gets hit with this, the sparks, just, you know, kind of recoiling from that a bit. And um, I've come, just come back from this fight with uh, Gimbal with this lizard. So, kind of out of his eye line, and just stick the long sword in. The guy just falls to his knees, and I pull it out, and just, his blood comes out. It's like dark red. His yeah. guts just like, just spill out. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. sausages. <laughs> yeah. He become, kind of becomes one with the lake. <laughs> <laughs> so he just sort of slumps back into the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, with all the bad guys, you got to kill them three times. Who knows that in films, specifically fantasy films or, or uh, action films, you can't just kill the bad guy once. You got to kill him three times. He, it's not like they come back. Like when Saruman gets killed, he gets stabbed in the back. He falls from a great height and he gets impaled on a spike. So, it's, and then, well, in fact, no, no, he falls falls off the spike and then he gets dragged it's under the, the water. So he gets he gets killed three times. Uh, like Hans Gruber and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's yeah. not, like, not just they fall; they fall into an explosion. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. He was the best. Yeah, it's, you've, you've got to see how many times the bad guy dies afterwards. It's it, it's it's growing and growing and growing nowadays. All right, we're now sort of after the combat as it going, and there's these rats just streaming out. You've obviously been disturbing bodies with your sort of footfalls and that. The only reason I made uh, Gimbal roll a check is because um, he's a lot shorter and a lot less heavy. So if he's going to bump into something, it's not going to move. Um, you know, he's just going to trip over it. So that's why he rolled that one. Um, so, so rats are sort of pouring Massive out rats. huge dog-sized rats, and you're going to see uh, sort of they'll, they'll sort of stream off and try and find their hiding places because they're fucking huge and they're not used to being fucking huge. They're not hiding very well, so you're seeing these like lumps all over the place um, as they kind of dive back into the piles of bodies and things and, and try and hide around 
uh, corners and, and try and dive into buildings but can't because they're too big to fit through the gaps they used to. What would you like to do? Uh, can I check? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> a perception check to see if I know what's going on with these rats, but he's beating me to it. The way this is going to work is that an arcana check is, is going to give you not so much information, it's just going to give you a general sense of things, and it's it's magical knowledge that you're looking at. It's it's what do you know? I want to shout, Rue, you can stop this shit right now. Okay. It's, it's over, stop it. 20. Not natural. So I've got 15. 15. Gimbal, you get overwhelmed straight away, just absolutely overwhelmed. In fact, you are going to have to roll me a constitution, please. Seven. Is not going to be it. This is going to literally overwhelm you. Um, so this is like uh, Gimbal uh, passes just, out. You're not going to pass out. <laughs> uh, this is going to be like you've just opened a door into a gig you didn't know was happening. Kind of things. Like it's almost sensory overload, and so it's like it's, it's light shows and noise and, and fury and all sorts. And it's just going to hit you all at once. So Gimbal's going to stagger a bit and sit down. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're going to be blind to will for about like thirty seconds and whatever, and you're just going to have to get your feet back from this. With slightly more, and because you already did this before and sort of braced yourself for it a little, you do feel the upsurge in this energy, this this stuff. Mm. You are starting to get the feeling that this is this. There's definitely magic. It's definitely some sort of magical field going on. Um, you don't know what sort of magical field it is. Maybe if you had a spell, like maybe detect magic, uh, you might know what what sort of thing it's doing, but. Yeah, you, you definitely get a sense of, of, of a concentration of it around the bodies of the people in red, but especially around this black, scaly guy and another one off um, to where this ceramic vessel crashed and the, the liquid oozed out. What the rest are you doing? Can I, can I do an investigation check on this lizard? Just to see you get a further look into it. On the uh, investigation on the lizard? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, do you want to roll nature or investigation? Which uh, one? I want to do... Um, I'll do a nature then. So okay. I'll do eight. eight. Yeah, you have no idea what this, this damn thing is. It's, I mean, it's, it's definitely some sort of lizard amphibian type thing, but it's got four legs. It looks like... Um, it, it's built like a predator. So it's it's kind of... Okay. It, it's, all, it's all up front. Um, it's yeah. You, you, you'd say this is like maybe it reminds you of like a bull mastiff, how it's put together, but bigger. Okay. Bleak, what are you doing while this is going on? This is, this is a very quick thing. Gimbal has kind of just gone ah and sunk to his knees a bit. Um, Rue is looking, l- looking around like going ah. Um, Karahad is just looking at this beast going what the fuck? What are you doing? I'm making a beeline for Rue. Okay. I plan to punch him in the face. <laughs> 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 okay, do we roll an attack? Yeah. Um, this is a straight uh, strength check. Right, so just roll d20 plus strength. 7 plus 2, 9. 9? So, what dex? That's what your AC? Oh, sorry, uh, 11. Doesn't hit. Okay. How does this go down? Because you, you just missed this guy. <laughs> yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to guess because I'm storming over. You can hear me moving, and I've just gone to like punch him, and he's, he's gone like that to move out of the way. 
And I've just gone, fucking Rose, stop it. <laughs> what do you mean, stop it? What am I doing? This shit here with the fucking massive rats. I'm you, not, I you're am, the only magic user here. I am not doing this shit. I believe me, I'm, I am aware that it's here. And I was about to suggest we should leave because there's something seriously weird going on here and I do not like it. But this is not me. Grab your shit, we're leaving. As you say that, <laughs> <laughs> there comes a very odd noise just behind one of these houses. It's 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 one of the, the little uh, fisherman's huts next to the lake. The one that you haven't been in yet. So, And it sounds like a sort of clicking and whirring noise. And out from behind this hut comes what looks like Gimbal's grandmother, or maybe great-great-grandmother. Very slightly built, very short, about three foot two. Um, she's um, elderly, you can see very much you know, lines in the face and, and grey hair or whatever, sticking out underneath this weird hat-type contraption thing. You're not sure if it's a box or a hat or something, or it's part of a pack. She's got a load of gear on her. She's dressed in no way that you have ever seen anyone dressed before. There's, uh, it's not a lot of colours all over the place, but it's still kind of riotous. It's there's a lot of metal sewn into it. There's a very strong gear motif, like uh, like cogs and things like that, um, which most of you wouldn't recognise, but Gimbal just about recognises because you've sort of tinkered about with things. You realise that's Perception. something you can, yeah. So that's something you could uh, make into it into machines. You'd be tinkering with that as a hobby. Okay, so that rolls a three, so... <laughs> nine. So, a nine. Yeah, this 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 lady is... You can tell she is packed for travel. She's got a big pack on her. There, there seems to be... Um, there's not things hanging off the pack, like bedroll and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so she must be travelling really light. It's just a, 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 just a box, really, on, on her back. And uh, she's going to gonna come out and... Look at all of you. She's not making a, an effort to, to hide her, and she's actually quite shiny. You know, all the metal bits sewn onto her. Uh, in, in her hand, she just has like a, a, a strange little roundish thing. You have no idea what this thing is. Is that? Is that What the fuck is that? Sorry, pardon. Is that goodness? Does anybody speak the language she's speaking? I probably do. Um, oh, you do. Oh. This is your language, just heavily accented. Um, uh, okay. So, would I understand naturally then, or do I have to use my comprehend languages? No. Well, if you wanted to, you you could use that, but it's, it's heavily accented. Hey, yourself a bit of a bloodbath. <laughs> when 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 will you come southern? You the good guys or the bad guys? I I don't care. I don't. I don't. I don't care. And she looks around and goes, um, "We're playing with this." <laughs> Plain. Okay. What gods do you worship? I don't know. Are there any here that I can talk to? You can talk to? Well, I think you can talk to any god you want. It's a question as to whether they'll talk to you. You're not interested. <laughs> <laughs> she looks over at Gimbal. <laughs> um, you know what's going on here? A lot of bad shit. <laughs> basically, um, he's just going to basically info dump. He's going to fill her in. And as you start talking about your adventure, whatever, she literally switches off and just <laughs> starts walking away. And uh, what she's going to do is uh, she sort of puts this round thing away into a, a pocket, and uh, it sort of disappears like it 
didn't go into her pocket, like her clothes don't change shape when she puts this in. And um, she brings out uh, a piece of metal that sort of comes up and splits into two other pieces of metal that curves up, it's like a new shape. She's just going to sort of listen to it a little bit, and she's going to sort of bash it against the, the thing on, that she's wearing on her head, and it seems like maybe like a cross between a helmet and a cap or something, but very tall. And she's going to just point it around and sort of do a sweep of the air, like up and down and left and right and around. And, like okay. a tuning fork almost. Yeah, like a tuning fork, and, but it's making no noise. And she's going to look around and, and she's going, Hmm. You done? Over at Gimbal. And Gimbal's just going to be like, Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> uh, Gimbal's just going to look confused. Um, and she's going to look around and say, I say this slowly <laughs> so you can understand it. Which one of you knows where there's someone who is rich, who likes shiny things, and being amused? <laughs> We're just going to point back towards where we came from. So you can just point east. Yep. King. Is that a king? Baron. Baron. Hey. She goes into a pocket and inside of the like coat that she's wearing and pulls out a thing and it's like a, a small book and she's leafing through it and then she actually stops using her finger and it keeps going um, <laughs> and then <laughs> puts a finger on it. Baron, okay, that's not a king. <laughs> there any kings? And she's gonna look around and let's let's do a perception. She's actually going to. Uh, go around. Uh, who has any idea what this woman is talking about right now in character? Um, None of us. I've not got a fucking clue. I'm assuming. Can, the, I don't know. I'm, I'm, can we roll in, wisdom, history, perception, whatever, whichever it be? Uh, straight up wisdom check, please, from everyone. 19. 15. 10. 14. Bleak and. Gimbal are, are going to sort of start picking this up. Gimbal more than bleak, really, um, is that she's looking for someone who's got lots of money and power. And she said something about a show. So, like, maybe she's an entertainer or something. But she seems utterly unfazed by the huge pile of bodies and the battle that's just happened. And she's going to pull out things and she's going to, so she's going to look at these two and go, Right, okay. Okay, anyone who'd be interested in this and has lots and lots and lots of money. And as she says that, she uh, takes a, like a, a little golden egg, which to you looks like solid gold. You've never seen this much gold in your life. And she throws it into the air and it turns into a finch. And this golden finch sort of flaps a couple of times, finds a bit of speed and then does a circle, lands on her shoulder and then stops. And you can hear this whirring and clicking noise uh, all the time as it's doing this. And as it settles on her shoulder, it sort of sits there and makes a chirp, lifts one leg up and then stops. And then she reaches over, puts a finger out and it jumps on there and she taps its head and there's another whir and a big click like a pop. And it immediately contracts, folds up and goes back into this egg shape. Okay, I'm the guy that can conjure up bunny rabbits and wolves made of fire. And I'm freaked out by this shit. (laughs) Are you Uh, saying that out loud? I'm saying this to the group. I have never seen anything like this before in my life. You're a wizard? You've never seen this? <laughs> Who? What? Who said I was a wizard? God damn it. Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's start again. I'm Rue. This is Karahad. This is Bleak. And this is Gimbal. Who are you? I am Perrin Mekasbracken. 
and she waits for you to sort of recognise the name. It's like, really? <laughs> really? <sighs> Am I either going to get very poor here, or really, really rich? <laughs> <laughs> well, East, you say. Right. Anyone who's going to be a king, East. And who's going to know where the goddamn king is? That's what the Baron would know. Yeah. Okay. That'll do. You boys have a nice fun with your, your pile of corpses here. That's fine. I don't much dig on the debtors, but I'll just leave you to... When did you get here, by the way? Did you see any of this happen? She's going to just start walking away from you. What do you accept payment in? She just stops. <laughs> I think gold and fungible gems. Anyone? I said land. But I like portable things. I'm not going to barter chickens with you. Okay, out of interest, how much for the gold bird? She goes back into book and looks around. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. Hmm. That, to keep? <laughs> well... Or for show? Uh, let's say for show, just to start off with. For show? That'll be 50 gold. <laughs> Pure, mighty. Blimey. Some of these backwater places don't even do pure gold. <laughs> now, can I do a knowledge roll to see whether I even know whether the Baron has that kind of money just to throw around on yeah, do you Okay, that's a 20. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of stuff that you would start throwing away on, on armed men. This is... Um, there, there's quite... There's, it's, it's an exponential curve. The, the rich you know, the rich people in society have fuck tons of money and everyone else has basically nothing. So there's a, there's a wealthy middle class, but there's there's a very steep curve between the peasants who have literally nothing, who might never see a queen in their entire lives because it's barter economy, mm-hmm. um, or would only ever hope to see you know pewter and copper being used uh, as an exchange medium. You guys are using silver and stuff because you're kind of itinerant and you're into the, the start places where you're starting to get paid good money. Bars make good money, fighters make good money, and the wealthier class where you're starting you know silver, what you would call a gold coin, but it's like twenty percent gold. And then the very wealthy will have literal solid gold things. You know, they might have an ornament of solid gold. They might have a, a sword hilt with a ruby in it or something like that. So yeah, I mean, but this is something that only someone of the royal family, none of these um, sort of petty barons, the, or the baronets or whatever, who aren't a direct line to the, the king. It's, it's the king and his, and his family would basically have this. So dukes, earls, maybe some of the richer barons. What was the name of the um, the baron's assistant guy who, who we did business with. Gareth, Gareth Goulden. That's the one. Okay. I'm going to say to the lady, I have a name. If you're going to buy it, that'll cost you 17 after times. Uh, I don't actually know what those are, but I do know of a name of someone who will probably be very interested to talk to you. Yep. She stops her the, the little almanac type thing that she's got there and she's... Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm going to lean into the group and, and try and whisper them. Look, I'm going to give her Gareth's name because he was very interested in us and what we could do. So he's going to be very interested in her. And she might make some money out of this. What do you think we can get out of her in return? Absolutely nothing. Name as a price. We're wasting our time here. She's uh, pulled out a very large type horn thing. (laughs) Seems like she's a little too... You've you've seen ear trumpets and things. It seems a little bit too narrow, but it flares out at the end quite a lot. Absolutely nothing. We go now. We're wasting so much time on this. Um, she's, she's having heard your conversation, she's going to go, Well, good luck with the dinner party! That one looks like it's worth talking to! And then she 
turns around and um, out the top of her pack, you hear this very loud whirring and, and clicking and clanking and stuff. There's a, a pole extends up, and the top of the pole just fans out uh, and starts whirring. And you just hear this like beating whirring noise, and she takes off and starts flying. Very fucking poppins. Heads east. That was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. I I guess we're all just sort of stood there like one of your friends' room. <laughs> I like like I said, I've seen some weird shit, and I've never seen anything like that. That is utterly beyond anything I've even heard about. To be honest, Rue, I don't believe what you're saying. That's probably you, you, your best mate there. Look, I said we'll have this chat over a campfire when it's nice and safe. Until then, try and be polite. I'm going to ignore him. You know <laughs> what was she pointing at? To the body. You try to do a perception test. See if you can retroactively have seen where she was pointing. No, two. Yeah. I'm going to say we all probably will have turned around yeah. when she went. I, I, I want to do a language check to see if I could actually understand what she said. <laughs> to be honest, on the last one. I got 17. 17? Three. Is there actually a language one? No, there's no, just That's language check. Intimate. Alright, okay. Yeah, you could. Eight then in that case. So, trying to put two and two together, I mean, you're thinking it's just a load of slang that she was talking, you know, the words you don't understand, but you'd need a bit more reference, maybe. You could tell that she said the word deader, so maybe, and she was pointing at corpses, so maybe that's what they called corpses. That makes sense. But you don't know what cutters were, or whatever it was that she said. If you don't know, then we'll look at them. Yeah. Okay, so we don't know what body she was pointing no. at. Um, Gimbal's got a good idea, um, sort of looking back at these corpses. Gimbal, did you catch where she pointing? There's definitely some, definitely one of these along here. I'm just pointing in a line of wherever, wherever finger was. Right, and we'll start checking the bodies. She seems to know something at least. Do you know and, what? And Rue ain't gonna tell us anything. So. Do you know what? Uh, we're gonna have a bit of role reversal here. I want to get the fuck out of there. There is some seriously heavy shit going on here. There's weird-ass people who can fucking fly and conjure birds made out of gold out of their pocket. And we're getting attacked by giant lizards, giant rats, men who emerge out of lakes. Literally, this... literally as you say that, there's... Because you're still, you're still sort of stood with, with all these corpses still around you, kind of thing. I mean, there's, there's space between the bodies. It's not like one continuous pile. But you're going to see a centipede come from underneath one of the bodies and then move underneath another one. And these fucking things. <laughs> I say, everyone's dead. Talk to the fucking place. Go. As far as I'm concerned, and the room. from the buildings has grown louder. Much louder. The what, the what noise? The flies. The buzzing noise. Fucking giant flies. And there seems to be some, um, like, bumping sounds going on, like someone's making a mess in there. As far as I'm They'll concerned, Rue... Is it could be in league with these people for all, for all I know. We quickly check the bodies and, and then we leave. Yeah. At least check the bodies before we go. Yeah. So we're going to quickly, I'm going to pat them down uh, I, with the immediate sphere of, of probably about five feet, just like checking quickly. Okay, think, make an investigation run. While you're doing that, I want to say I think there's only one thing that we should be looking for, and it's something we all didn't think about before we left. We need a map of this area. We need a map of what towns there are and where rivers are and where woods are and all these kind of stuff. We're, in, we're all idiots not getting one. Can I do a knowledge roll to see if this is a town big enough that they would have something like that? Most certainly can. Wow, good roll. <laughs> so, what's that? Intelligence or? That's uh, straight up. Uh, no, in fact, that'll be a history. 
So, 11 plus 2. It's 13. 13, um, the Lord of the Manor might have an estate plan of this estate. Yeah. And then the other estates he holds, which aren't necessarily all together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that he might not have a manor here. It might be somewhere else. I mean, the, the local reeve uh, wouldn't have that because he'd know his patch. Um, someone would have a, a, a wider view map would probably be maybe the Baron of Kerava, but getting a, a copy of one is the work of weeks. Ah. Cartography is a very, very special thing. Oh, we really need to use follow the footprints. Mm. Yeah, but it'd be That's nice really. to ha- know if those footprints are going to lead us to a river or a forest. We'll find that when we get there. Mm. Fair enough. I assume I finished checking, and Rue, you're just on there with your foot up your arse. Your mm. check? <laughs> Sorry, it was a uh, 12. 12. Um, that's going to take you a little while, um, so uh, Rue's check is just what he knows. Yeah. What's nice well, as I'm doing this, I'm going to say, take your thumb out your arse and go check the, the guy that came out of the uh, lake. Fine, then can we leave? Yes. Yeah. Right, good. I'm going to go check that body then. Okay. Um, Bleak, while this is going on, you're going to find um, <coughs> the, the, the guys in blue, they've got... <laughs> Natural twenty. Yeah, the guys in blue have got a uh, got a sort of assortment of weapons and, and armor and this that, and the other. They seem to have been sort of predated on the, but but not to the extent of the ones in the in the houses. So some of them are, are just untouched, uh, apart from having been killed. So they haven't been eaten. There, there's lots of one villager corpse there that seems to be sort of almost completely eaten. It's just the clothes left. Okay. None of the people in red have been disturbed in any way, really, apart from they all have a wound in the centre of their foreheads. Okay. And as you check them, I want you to make a dexterity check, please. Same throw. Yeah, same throw. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, you're going to get disturbed um, by some fucking huge cockroaches, like fist-sized cockroaches. Just hundreds of the buggers. As soon as you start turning over corpses, it's just... Um, especially where you see that some of the villager corpses, um, you know, because they seem to have been dead for a long time. It's not pleasant. So there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of these things, and more than would seem to be could be hiding under a single corpse. And it's so they, these are fucking huge now. And then you're going to take you're going to take three damage as a as a rat comes out uh, while you're distracted and, and bites you on the ankle. Right, fuck it, we're going. <laughs> fuck it, bro! the fuck up. We're but, going. He's, but he's done this. So, uh, so as he's on his way, this uh, this checks and go. What's that check? Twenty with the twenty. What was it for? Uh, that, that was uh, an investigation check for the body. I'm investigating yeah. the body. Investigating the body. Well, actually, if it's an investigation, that's a, that's actually a twenty-four. It's a twenty-four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to you become one with the body. Fall <laughs> <laughs> inside him. Um, okay. This guy, uh, you can see from his open wounds, seems to be human. Mm. Um, you know, he, he is flesh and blood. He's got muscle tissue and all that sort of stuff. So it's not like he's a construct of any sort, um, which is maybe a first guess. And you can see from like wounds in his neck and things, there are additional things. So you can see there's like a things going up into his neck. Like a tube that you can see at the, at the back, like a almost like a like a hollow tongue kind of thing going on, but right at the back of his throat. He was disemboweled and he's sort of partially in the uh, in the leg, but you can kind of you can drag him out a little bit. You know, he he seems to be perfectly normal on the inside, apart from this extra little bit going on. But his uh, facial features have been totally totally changed. He's not even remotely human like or, or person like even. Um, he, he seems very much like a like a beast. Very human-like eyes, though. Very person-like eyes. It's just like like someone just like take them out of a normal person, put them in this thing. 
he is wearing clothes. Those clothes are red, um, but because he was wet, you know, submerged for a while, then they've, they've gone dark. And in his pockets, you're going to find a very small amount of money, and you're going to find a very worn stone. So you're going to find about five silver on him, and a very small stone. That's well, not a small stone, it's sort of a medium-sized sort of pebble about, you know, two inches across. Um, but it's been worn smooth. Like, it's like a normal river stone, but not worn by the river. It's, it's polished, almost. It's kind of shiny. Okay, I'm going to take the silver, obviously, and I'm also going to take the pebble. Okay. The pebble is jet black. Is it a very familiar kind of jet black? No, it's not obsidian. Okay. Can't see through it. It's, it's a solid stone. Sort of little silver flecks in it, as well. Like, like you know, dark grey would be. Okay, right. Okay. There's, there's going to be a geologist listening to this going, No! No! <laughs> yeah, I can't remember when I've seen black granite. But <laughs> basalt, I, then. Uh, <laughs> it's I, basaltic, I'm I don't know. I'm yes, that's it. No, yes, it's fucking basalt. You've got a 20, it's basalt. You've got 24, in fact. It's, this is this is a lump of basalt. Okay. Do you know what? As well as an ecology, I have a geology. I'm going to pocket both of them. <laughs> Okay, and what are the two doing at the moment? I'm going to say we were probably doing the same, having a quick check over the bodies. All right. So yeah, 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 doing the same investigation. Day. Just want to get up there. And failed. And I got five. So okay. I find nothing. Eighteen. Eighteen, so you're both checking on the bodies, are you moving them around and that sort of stuff? Yeah, just, no, not really. Pocket shuffling. Pocket shuffling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, both of you roll me a flat d20, please. Three. Twenty. Uh, nah. Gimbal. <laughs> Gimbal. Um, roll me a constitution saving throw. Nat uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gimbal yeah. is really not having a you good lose day. Stuff in your pockets. As, you, as you sort of are moving around with your hands and sort of hands in pockets, your hand just goes into a very soft villager corpse. Um, do with that what you will. <laughs> Can't do anything. I've got nothing left in my stomach. <laughs> Just die a little bit inside. <laughs> this is not your day. So, yeah, I, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm still full of adrenaline. I've already emptied my stomach. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sort of be a little bit like, uh, just like a little, I'm gonna run to room and go, just like red-handed. <laughs> Why is everyone smearing blood, flicking blood, and just generally? Thank you, Karahad. Thank you for not throwing something at me. You uh, that is not an invitation <laughs> either. <laughs> it's all in chest, really. It's all in chest. Okay, so, um, Karahad, while you uh, get to the stage of, of looking for these things, you think, I'm not going to disturb much because I've seen what happens when you disturb these bodies and all this giant shit coming around, but you, you don't think it's, it's anything to worry about. Um, your understanding of the situation deepens getting clearer so you know you can see from the positions of bodies um, that there was you know there, there was definitely a, a defensive circle formed um, you know there, there was an initial attack um, as these guys you know uh, the, as the, the troops came into this village and they were attacked on all sides they then tried to form a defensive circle but the circle was almost immediately broken someone tried to lead the charge out um, and you say that the commander of this this place that this guy that you would reckon is um, like Captain Harson, um, is probably amongst those, and you, you, if you want, you, you can find his his body. Rue, roll me a D one hundred, please. Oh, 
100. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you find yourself absolutely reinvigorated and you are just raring to go. Like um, th- there's, there's energy coursing through you. You feel like on top of the fucking world right now. Mm. Um, if you've got any spell slots you've spent, uh, you can get them back. Um, no. If you don't have any, uh, then you can have an extra bonus one. Oh. Until you finish a, a long rest. Okay. Yep. Or. Or. You can roll again. But make the decision quickly. Uh, just the symbol. F- oh. I, d- I don't get any kind of like hit points or anything back with that. Nope. Just. just... Nope. Ah, fuck it, roll again. This is obviously some. Uh, 70. 70. Oh, no, no, sorry. Oh, wait. So, actually, he's thinking about it. That's just, that's just seven. That's flat seven. Yeah, flat seven. Okay, <clears throat> you can feel actually, this, would this that mean, Would that mean I've rolled a flat one before? Flat one? How, oh, wait a minute. How do you determine what the upper end and lower end of the scale oh. is? Uh, the doubles is tens. So, um, actually, so, so, if, if so it's, all zeros is, is 100. All zeros is 100. So, zero, zero, 001 is. Oh, is okay. No, one. sorry. I. Sorry. Which the result of that is rolled again. So I actually uh, rolled, yeah, rolled a, a one. A one. And the result is you should roll again. Oh, okay. So yeah. Um, so uh, you feel this this energy sort of coursing up in you. This this sort of sense of, of extra stuff around you is making you feel like, holy shit, this is this needs to go somewhere. I needs to, it's, you know, all this weird shit is happening. It needs to go somewhere. And this flash of insight, you have this um, this realization that you can channel this energy away, mm. um, and you are going to cast Fireball as a level 3 spell. Where are you going to cast it? I'm going to cast it at whichever building looks the most flammable. Hopefully something with like a thatch roof or something. I want this place to burn. <laughs> There's no thatch roofs, but uh, the, the building near you is as good as any. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So you're going to uh, focus on one of these uh, fishing huts. Yeah, maybe the, the one that Breek uh, investigated earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you saw this, as, the, as this fire kind of this energy builds in front of you. No one else can see it, but you can see it's going to become this fireball. Um, and just at the, at the point where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, this this is it. This is it, this is it for now, right? Okay, and you just push it away from you, and it shoots off into this, this building, and it just ignites, and the whole place catches fire almost instantly and starts burning. Okay, guys, we're done here. Okay. I agree. <laughs> Carahad. As you're sort of looking around and you say, okay, well, okay, yeah, the commander's body is probably over there. Maybe I need to look at his orders. Maybe he's got a map. I don't know. If anyone's going to have a map, he's going to have one. And this huge fireball just disturbs you. And you're like, what the fuck? And as you, you do a double take, and as you're on your head, sort of, you do a double take at the, at the fireball. And it's like, what? But as your head returns back, you sort of do another double take on the way back, and you see this man um, who is pure white. Uh, wearing the livery of Baron Duki of, of Kerava, and he's sitting up, sat on the floor, but he's sitting up precisely over the body of where you think this commander would be, and you can see through. And we'll end there. Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards of the Coast. The game world is an original creation by Paul Bennett and Robert Sanderson. The song was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. Thanks for listening.
What was that table then we just used? That was the Wild Magic Surge table. Ooh. Okay, and that was activated. If, if it's if it's part of the story and you don't want me to know at some point. That's very much part of the story I don't want to know. Okay then. <laughs> I shall not question further. Um, that there was there was certain circumstances that would have made that happen or not. Mm. Um, and unfortunately for you, all those circumstances. Oh, unfortunately for you, all those circumstances happened. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that conversation around the, uh, the campfire is going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate you. I can't, I can't watch anything with, with sword playing it anymore. <laughs> and enjoy it. At all. Princess Bride. Princess Bride is your friend. Yeah, yeah. Love that. I'll say And that, the duelists as well. Other housekeeping. Tom, can I have... Um, your armour is um, studded leather armour, so that's 12 plus your dex modifier, which is 15, right? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. When you use your shield, you get plus two. Okay. To put your shield on and take your shield off is an action. So if you want to switch to using your longsword two-handed, then you're going to lose an action. Okay, okay. All right. If you want to get rid of it in a hurry, make a dex check to just go, just throw it away. Throw then it at something. Yeah. That might be a free action. If it's throw it at something, that is an action. But if you just want to ditch it and make a dex check, be successful. Then it's a free action and you get to do something else. And if it's unsuccessful, that's your action goal. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So it might screw you up in other ways, but also you have ditched your shield. So if you need to get out there, you need to turn the other thing out. Alright. Good stuff. That's a house rule. Nice one. Oh, yes, if anyone's looking to, to find uh, lucky dice, um, get some salt water and basically brine. Um, just a glass of, a glass of salt water and stick these in the start, mess about them, and you'll find that the opaque ones, um, rather the, sorry, the, the, the translucent ones, uh, will be fair dice generally because they're homogenous, whereas the opaque ones don't have the same quality control, so there'll be voids and stuff in there, and if they've got more than one colour in them, they'll be unbelievably just distributed, and they'll favour one number. So. Find the one that's uh, heavy on one. I, I'm Mike, I play the half breed rogue. Oh, fucking, that was a good one! <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not my fault, it's their fault. Hang on. That was a bloody good one as well. Yep. Never again, never again. <laughs> During the bloopers of the uh, to be released episode, there is a super cut of me going, um, so. It's because we put you on the back foot because we. Didn't you say we were going way too quickly than what you planned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Chet's on going away from like his base story. I, I thought you weren't going to finish breakfast. We <laughs> um, were like, no, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm full now, let's just lock up. What the hell is that? Is this scheduled for a Thursday? <laughs> Thursday at 7.30, isn't it? It's the Chet, so they don't pump, so they usually last about four minutes. <laughs> Uh, once it, once it stops. You're with other background noise, it might work. Yeah. Or at least you might be able to reduce it. Just a little bit. The, the trick is to not do it too much. Yeah. It could um, be something in the village. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I think that that noise comes up later that's, that's, in the story. That's the flies. That's the flies. <laughs> <laughs> One massive fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a general drone. <laughs> Hopefully, for this bit, with their lapel mic, we should be okay. <laughs> 
some home. cards against humanity. Should we go home? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's, do, let's play some cards against humanity while that, that huge noise is going on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, All right. Do you know, how many whites is it? It's uh, six or seven. I can never remember. Okay, it's ten, but do six because uh, it's a short deck. Yeah. Cool. And we'll release this as a. As a yeah. As, as a. A hidden truck. Yeah, hidden truck. <laughs> The best way to play cards against humanity is with Bob, but with six, uh, five people playing. It's, yeah, that's, that's a bit much, I think. Cheers. Right, Tom, you're Zar. Pick one. Pick a black one. Okay. In a pinch, something can be a suitable substitute for blank. Oh, two for. Pick two. Awesome. Okay. Uh, number one's on the top. Uh, uh, you read out again? Yes. Any pinch blank can be suitable substitute for blank. Alright then. Um, so the one on the top is the one that gets red first. Alright. Uh, give me two pins. Stuck. Okay. Get him in, chaps. This card's against humanity and not picking a mortgage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not supposed to look. No, you're not supposed to look. Uh, you're not supposed to know who's is who's. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Jobs for the boys. You unre unremitted <laughs> dick. <laughs> you are. Just spoil it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Table flip, I'm gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, so, so turn the top one over first. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Being a dinosaur? Oh, no, 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 just for fuck's sake, Tom! <laughs> turn the top one over, then turn the bottom over. Okay. There we go. Otherwise, we amalgamate everyone. <laughs> 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 trying to make this as confusing as so, in a pinch... Being a dinosaur can be suitable for sexual humiliation. In a pinch, carnies can be suitable substitute for quiche. In a pinch, getting abducted by Peter Pan can be suitable substitute for hipsters. And in a pinch, making the penises kiss can be suitable substitute for levelling up. <laughs> That one sounds like Biddy's um, inspector. <laughs> and that is indeed me. So, <laughs> cool. Adam's are first. Then we'll get back to the game. When it goes to the left, it'll be Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. I mean, it is to the right, I don't know. Well, I thought that's where you played it. I was to the left of it, whoever dealt. Yeah. When I pooped, what came out of my butt? This one, you've got to know your audience, haven't you? Um, the whole point, anybody who listens to us will hear us say, Cards Against Humanity, and will know they may not want to listen to this bit. Yeah. And uh, if they don't, then more fool them. Uh, my card, Okay. When I pooped what came out of my butt, a smiling black man, a Latina businesswoman, a cool Asian, and some whites. 
the harsh day of lights. Light of day, sorry. New battle slave boys. <laughs> what were you eating? The, the ewes and George Clooney's musk. Biased here, but it really is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> There's no choice. No, that's mine. That's yours. Yeah. You're supposed to put it in yourself. Am I yeah. not? <laughs> Have you never played this before? You, you I did. I've played not this. Can we really kill in you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won that one. Okay, so who's the best? Who's the best? <laughs> what's left? No, I won. I won that one. <laughs> no, no one did choose. Everyone deadpanned all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, Biddy, that's Biddy, Biddy, Biddy actually knows how to play this game, so... No, no, a, a black one, please, I've already got it. Thank you. Okay, so... What's the gift that keeps on giving? What is the gift that keeps on giving? Grab <laughs> a white card, please. Ow. Okay, the gift that just keeps on giving is... Suicidal thoughts. Dark, I like it. <laughs> See, Biddy likes stories. It is hard to get smart. Syphilitic insanity. It's <laughs> <laughs> good value. There's a bit of a trend going on here. Deflowering the princess. Is that a gift that keeps I don't, yeah. Which one she's been deflowered, that's it. Statistically, unless she gets pregnant, then she gets the gift. Statistically validated stereotypes. Yes. Yeah. Can't speak to <laughs> Statistically validated stereotypes. Yeah. Um, the cornerstone of every comics we see. It's got to be the syphilitic insanity. Yeah. Oh, it's always fun. Something might be me. Give me a Can you lick me? Uh, Alright, the secret to a lasting marriage is communication, communication, and... Okay, so the secret to a lasting marriage is communication, communication, and insatiable bloodlust. <laughs> The secret to the lasting marriage is communication, communication, and Bosnian chicken farmers. <laughs> that some sort of sexual thing? I don't know. Uh, the secret to lasting marriage is communication, communication, and gladiatorial combat. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would very much agree with that. Um, so the secret to lasting marriage is communication, communication, and clenched butt cheeks. It's either gladiatorial combat. Or clenched butt cheeks. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to get clenched butt cheeks. Huzzah! Yay! There you go. Because it's, it's funny because it's true. Shall I go? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll finish up. What brought the orgy to a grinding halt? The orgy? Orgy. Oh. Yeah, there can be only one. <laughs> There is a card in this expansion which is um, playing a stupid card game rather than interacting with like actual human beings. Yes, that's, that's in the, that's, I'm pretty sure that's in the main one. Um, okay, so what brought the orgy to a grinding halt? 
Andre the Giant's enormous leathery scrotum. Yummy. Oh, that'd get the party started. Yeah. What brought the orgy to a grinding halt? Literally eating shit. There's always one guy who takes it too far. Definitely a theme here. What brought the orgy to a grinding halt? My machete. <laughs> this is a teen slasher movie. And what brought the orgy to a grinding halt? The forearms of Vishnu. Hmm. Again, I, I think Vishnu's forearms would get that party started <laughs> and create the orgy. Uh, it has to be the machete. Oh, score! <laughs> I've never I've never played so well. And Billy wins because he's got two. Mike's got two, but Mike cheated. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cheat. That's just too awesome. All right. <clears throat> Game on! <laughs> Damn it, I've got to watch Wayne Ball now. Some tabletop while you're in. That was intelligence, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of your brain engaging. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Tom is actually a robot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other game. No grinding games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spoilers! Spoilers! Um, I can't. <clears throat> a scattering of. What's going on tonight? They're calling sex lines. That's what it is. Keep it in the I don't love you anymore. <laughs> That's got to be the special bit at the end. <laughs> no explanation. It's been a sucky of a day. There's not really dungeon crawls in this, is there? I think I'm missing that from the last one. I think I forgot that. That's my favourite. Find a fucking dungeon! What <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we don't know, we might find one. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment, we're following these footprints. That's enjoyed the most. <laughs> making conversation while we're um, I, I would, just as a, as a reference, I would never, ever, ever throw a level one party at Dungeon Crawl. You don't have the resources to do it. Okay, just out of curiosity, roll again. See, see what we got. No, 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 no. It's, it's, no, it's, no. it's brilliant. There's wasted that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> evil, evil man. <laughs> Seriously, uh, since, since the start of the game, all they're trying to do is sabotage his team. Exactly, yeah. It's because it's all electronic to him. It's just, it's just you know, there's no soul to it, so. Yeah, nothing, nothing lost, nothing gained, it's just all has, any, has anyone seen Red vs. Blue? Because he's a team killing fucked up. They can't see me. It's not his fault, so I'm going to put a ball in. Put a ball in. Shut up. <laughs> I, I really can't do that, so I really can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, flush. Flush, W, flush. You're being considerate, you buy block you buy butt bugs. We can do football rules. If they balls. apply to you as equally as they do to me. Yeah. I kinda like if we're doing natural twenties and just natural twenties automatically being awesome, you kinda just got to Well, do it like this. Uh, the thing is for natural twenties, I'll clarify this now. Natural twenty in combat is an automatic hit. In a skill check, it's just it's just a twenty. It's not an automatic success of what you are doing. Because then that means, well, I want to stop time. Uh, okay, well, I can't tell whatever the fuck it's going to be. And you get a 20, no, that doesn't. Okay? Um, it's whatever your modifier is. So it's a natural one on a skill check isn't an automatic failure. If you've got like a plus 10 to something, you, you're never going to roll below. And... No, fuck. You've also spent a lot of time in a library as well, so I'll, I'll give you this, is that the, the maps that you've seen are all made for a purpose. So... 
things aren't noted that aren't important to the maker of that map. So military maps tend to be very, very detailed topographically and know where towns are and the layout, they're very, very detailed. But they are very few and far between and they are very focused on where you're going. And it's sort of, you know, forward advance, you know, sort of forward troops who would do that sort of mapping and it makes sense by before you went to war and things like that. So they're incredibly valuable and in just under lock and key. Okay. They, they don't go out. So that's the sort of thing that would be useful to you. The rest are kind of like estate plans where the distances are measured by how long it takes to walk somewhere. So somewhere that's very hilly, for example, might have a very long trail on it, whereas there's a very short trail coming off uh, an angle. That angle might have nothing to do with the actual direction it is, it's just, just an indicator. But one of them is on the flat ground, so it looks very short. One of them is over hills, but they're actually just next to each other. So, yeah. Things like standard scales don't really exist. Um, Some will have a specific thing in mind. Like ownership, usually. Okay. They're very, very, very detailed maps of uh, individual fields and plots. But then nothing about the town that it surrounds or, or the, the nearest road, so there's nothing to put into I am Michael Jacobus and I hate babies! <laughs> <laughs>